Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Oh, I thought about starting this off with a, it's that time of year again, like an old furniture store ad, but I decided not to. Today we talk about (laughs) 10 ways to save on your taxes before the end of the year. So let's get right to it, because it is that time of year again. Oh, there's less than three months left in the year. You might not think that there's much you can do to influence your tax situation right now, but there is lots of time to save on your taxes, actually, before the end of the year. I'm not talking about going Donald Trump style and losing lots of money to offset your gains. (laughs) I'm talking about some practical actions you can take right now that will lower your tax bill for the year. So, without losing a bunch of money, here are 10 different ways that you can save on your taxes before 2021 is over. Number one, boost your 401k contribution. One of the best ways to save on your tax bill today is to contribute to your 401k or 403b. These accounts allow you to save pre-tax money for retirement. And the result? You pay less in taxes today because the money grows tax-free until you withdraw it in retirement. For 2021, the 401k contribution limit is $19,500. But if you're over 50 years old, you can make an additional $6,500 catch-up contribution. If you're not at that limit yet, adding to your 401k is a fantastic way to save money and save on your taxes. And remember, the 401 contribution limits, 401k contribution limits, I should say, they change every year. So check them out at thecollegeinvestor.com. We have a link you can find out the contribution limits for this year. Let's take a look at number two. Goes along with number one. Max out your traditional IRA. Along the same lines as the 401k, you can contribute to a traditional IRA and lower your taxable income. Deciding whether to contribute to a Roth or a traditional IRA can be tough, but if you're thinking about just this year's taxes, then using a traditional is the way to go. For 21, you can contribute $6,000 to an IRA if you're under 50 and $7,000 if you're over 50. And remember, while there are no income limits to contribute to a traditional IRA, there are income limits that might prevent you from deducting your contribution. You can check those out again at thecollegeinvestor.com. Get used to me saying that. Let's take a look at number three. Goes along with one and two. Max out your SEP IRA or solo 401k. If you're a side hustler, like yours truly, it's essential that you take advantage of a SEP IRA or solo 401k to lower your taxable income. Side hustles are great, and we have a list of 50 of them you can try. But it's important to remember that most of that income doesn't have taxes withheld. So you're, you're going to face a large tax bill on your side hustle money, unfortunately, by contributing to a SEP IRA or a solo 401k. You can defer some of that money into the future and then just avoid paying taxes on it today. It's a great way to not only save, but to lower your tax bill this year. Contributing to a SEP IRA is so easy, and you can do it all the way until April 15th. Setting up a solo 401k, a little bit harder, and you have to have your plan set up by the end of the year to be able to make contributions to it. But you can also save a ton more money. In 2021, with a SEP IRA, get this, 
you can save 25% of your income, up to $58,000 per year. With a 401k, solo 401k, you can save up to 58 grand as well per year. Bam! Here's number four. Max out your HSA. We are huge fans of using your health savings account to save for retirement. If you have the ability to max out your HSA this year, make sure that you contribute as much as possible. And remember, if you can afford it, don't get your reimbursements this year. Save your receipts and let the money in your HSA grow for you. And a quick reminder, the HSA is kind of like your IRA, and you can actually make your 2021 contributions all the way until April 15th of 2022. In 2021, you can contribute up to $3,600 if you're single and $7,200 if you're a family. If you're over 55, you also get a $1,000 catch-up contribution. Read the full HSA contribution limits at thecollegeinvestor.com. And number five, save for your children's college. Contributing to your child's 529 plan is a fantastic way to save for college, but it's also a potential tax benefit to you if you live in one of the 32 states that offers tax-deferred 529 plan contributions, this can be a great way to lower your state income tax bill. While the federal government doesn't offer any deductions for contributing to a 529, a lot of states do. Contributions to a 529 plan are considered gifts, and so the limits for contributions are based on the gift tax exemption. You can contribute up to 15 grand per child per year per person gifting. That's a lot of pers. So, married couples could contribute $30,000 per child per year. There's also a five-year contribution rule where you can give a full $75,000 per child in one lump sum. Bam! <laughs> and it counts as a contribution for the next five years. Of course, and I'm going to say it again, you can find out more about the 529 plan contribution limits at thecollegeinvestor.com. Let's move on to number six. Make energy-efficient improvements to your home. Well, that's something different. If you make energy-efficient improvements to your home, I've done this before, you can qualify for tax credits that can help you save on your taxes this year. In 2021, you can get a 26% tax credit for installing solar panels on your home, and it will drop to 22% in 2023. You can also get a 10% tax credit for doing things like upgrading your air conditioning or heater, check, did that, adding insulation, or replacing windows and doors, did that as well, to be more energy efficient. All of these credits can help you offset your income and can provide great savings. You can find a full list of tax credits for energy efficiency, guess where? At thecollegeinvestor.com. And number seven, maximize your work-related expense deductions. Side hustlers, listen up. The fact is, most people are terrible about keeping track of their expenses. I'm not saying that you should spend more so you can deduct your expenses. I'm simply saying you need to keep track and deduct what's correct. Some work-related deductions that you can potentially take are transportation and travel. Mileage is one that a lot of people miss or forget to calculate. Huh. Meals and entertainment. Union and professional dues. Uniforms, if your employer doesn't reimburse you and they can't be worn outside of work. Work-related educational expenses, especially if continuing ed is required by your job. The same rules apply if you work for yourself, like if you drive for Uber or Lyft. 
You should be keeping accurate track of your mileage and expenses related to driving. These will all offset your income and help lower your tax bill. The easiest way I've found to keep track is with a free app called Everlance. Everlance, all one word. If you drive for your job, Uber, Lyft, real estate agent, photographer, etc., this app runs in the background and it automatically tracks your mileage. It's incredible. The app is free too and it has a lot of features that you don't need to pay for. That's rare. There is also a premium version and we'll hook you up if you get it. You just use the code TCI20. TCI20 to get 20 bucks in Everlance credits. You can then either apply those credits against a monthly account and get premium for free for a few months or they can apply that against the $60 annual plan. Honestly, it's super cheap for all the features you get. In order for the system to recognize you, though, new users will need to go through our website, thecollegeinvestor.com. If you pay using the app instead of the website, though, you can't use the discount code and they cannot refund you. So please keep track of your expenses and save money and sign up if you're interested through thecollegeinvestor.com. Number eight, donate to charity. My favorite one. This is another great way to save. It's just by donating to charity. Your donations of both cash and things can be deducted from your taxes. Yes, and things. So right now, start doing some fall cleaning, get organized, see what you don't need anymore. And some rules of thumb include clothes you haven't worn in a year, old kids clothes or toys they don't use anymore. Wow, I have a lot of those. Okay. Items sitting in your garage unused for a year. I have a lot of those too. It'd be nice to be able to park a car in there, wouldn't it? You can take these items to a local charity, save your receipt, and deduct your donation on your tax return. Super cool. In 2021, even if you don't itemize your tax return, you can still deduct up to $600 in cash contributions to charity. And for those that do itemize, you can deduct cash charitable contributions up to 100% of your AGI this year. Boom. Let's move on to number nine. Sell your loser stocks. Wah, wah, wah. All right, I know I mentioned this earlier, to not be a loser like Donald Trump and take huge losses simply to avoid taxes. I'm not speaking to his character at all, by the way. Please don't send hate mail. But even good investors have poor performing stocks. Now's a great time to look at your portfolio and sell some losers to take the capital loss. This strategy is called tax loss harvesting. That sounds official. It can be an effective strategy, especially if you have a lot of capital gains in your portfolio from earlier in the year. A lot of winners. You got to offset those winners somehow. So when you do it, make sure you're being mindful of the capital gains tax brackets, though. But on the flip side, number 10, wait to rebalance your portfolio. This sounds odd, but wait until the new year to rebalance your portfolio. You see, many mutual funds and ETFs pay out their dividends and capital gains in December. If you sell your losers at the end of the year, simply wait until January before deploying that money. If you buy into a mutual fund or ETF right before the distribution, you are effectively buying yourself a tax burden. Since the distributions are a part of the net asset value, NAV anyway, you're not missing much by waiting just a couple of weeks. 
We have a guide to rebalancing your portfolio across multiple accounts. And you know where to find it, thecollegeinvestor.com. Here are some more, just a couple of more things to consider for next year. There are some things you just can't change this year. Maybe you've already sold some stocks or had other gains. But right now is typically open enrollment for many people. And that means there are changes that you can make for next year. If lowering your taxable income is a goal for you, consider making these changes during open enrollment. Maximize your 401k contribution. Choose a high-deductible health care plan with an HSA. Maximize your HSA. If you have kids, take advantage of a dependent spending account for child care costs. If you commute to work, consider a transportation spending account if you're eligible. That is our show for today. Tons of cool stuff for you to try. And if you want to find out more, find out all the links and resources. I've only said this 17 times today, so why not make it 18? Check out thecollegeinvestor.com. <laughs> Thanks so much for having some fun with us and stopping by today. And we'll talk to you again real soon.